guys welcome to film junkie live on your wednesday your hump day that's right ah everything good all right audio's working what's happening everybody let's get the humping huh make sure you guys smash that like thumbs up make sure you're subscribed to the channel hit that notification bell so you know when i'm doing this stuff and uh, if you're not watching live well i usually chapter it out you can fast forward you can do it all that time yeah that's right all that got lots to talk about there's so much that happened today like holy crap you know obviously you see the you see the topics so many things that happened today so man I'll tell you what so much where i was like all right well this this episode or this show definitely deserved a uh, a drink right here so cheers guys mm. got me some wine right there what is happening all right what are we doing here yeah apparently there was some uh some dude was here earlier named the Punisher that got a little crazy. Got a little crazy, you know, with the political stuff and was getting on it. But, uh, you know, Miss Nighthawk right here, Miss Nightrock right here, she took care of him. So they don't want any of that. And hi, Steph. Thank you for doing that. Appreciate that. Uh, good evening there, Rockdale. How you doing? Yeah. You missed. Yeah, yeah, you missed someone going on a tirade. Sometimes you just get those people that... To say stuff and then they say the wrong kind of stuff because they want to project something on you. I get that a lot. I have gotten that a lot. Especially like in the, in the fandom a little bit, they'll say like stuff that's just not true. It's cool. It's fine. It's whatever. Alright, but yeah, we're good. We're good. Alright. Yes, you're fired. We got Mr. Eric right here. Alright. Captain Gator Girl, of course. We got Ryan right here. We got Russ. We got Mr. Jesse right here. The music just ends too soon, so let's start it up again. No? Come on. One, two, three. There we go. All right. Let's keep that music going for a little bit longer, huh? Katie McRae, what is happening? All right. We got Mr. Fear Jason right here, too. All right. Water stream. Okay. That's what you want. What's up, darling? How you doing? Still, still, still here. That's right. I'm going to try to hold it. I'm going to try to hold out on this till... Top Gun reaches a billion dollars. My goose stash. All right, Mr. Music Man, good to see you, buddy. All right, happy Pride Month to you, Selena. Uh, let's see, who's that here? Yeah, we gotta bring back Demo Hawk. What's going on, Brian? Bring it on. MD, how you doing? Toby's going away. Uh, let's see. Hey, hi, Mama Film Junkie. Here's Mom, guys. Hey, Mom. How's it going? Good to see you. Eli, trying to keep up the awesome work. You're the best. Remember, also use release the air cut. We'll talk about that though, because some new things came about. So for sure, Rez, where were you when uh, you heard the news? <laughs> I was right here. I was like over here, like that, like like literally right over here. So yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, so not too far. Probably literally about two feet away. <laughs> scoop alert! Yes, because I'm a big, huge scooper. Bring out the pooper scooper. All right, hallelujah. Toby's gone. Well, you know, somewhat, somewhat, in a, in a fashion, and hopefully more. Have you had your daily dose? It's been a, it's been a little bit actually since I've watched uh, since I've watched Zack Snyder's Justice League. I need to watch it again for sure. Cameron, right here. All right. 
Anyways, guys, okay, let's go ahead. Yeah, second Warner Brothers. Oops, did I mean to hit that one? Probably. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's turn off the music right there. All right, we're good. Okay, how's everybody doing today? Hopefully we're good. Man, like I said, talk about a crazy day today. We got lots to go over, of course, and um, yeah, hopefully you guys had a good day. It feels like a weird week because of the holiday weekend, so I'm just all kind of going, yeah, yeah, let's keep the music playing. I know, right? I should get some other kind of music, too, for the, the opening as well. Jason McKenzie, I don't know if I said hi to you, but, you know, hopefully you did. How's it going, sir? Ah, good, good, good stuff, good stuff. You ripped Jose a new one? I don't want to know what that's all about, but, you know, it's whatever. Hey, not a new member. I don't know why it says new member, but Superior Shigari, please, can you play the exclusive drop? I miss it. Ah, I don't have it on this little system right here. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I need to, I need to put it into this little I need to up I need to put a bunch of little drops, more drops and everything. It's just, you know, when it comes to this little system that I use for the shows, it's it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. So apologize. One of these days I'll get it back though. What's going on? Patton, good to see you. Cheers, Brian. We got your magic right here. Get the fuck out. I know. I wish I had all those drops, but sadly I don't have all those as of right now. So sorry. Uh, we got Rosemary here too. They were saying, yep, hi Rosemary. If you're out there, I thought somebody said Rosemary, but I guess not. Maybe not. Yeah. And it was the witness. Oh, oh, is that what happened? Uh, okay. Okay. I don't, you know, whatever you guys do on your own time, I, I'm not going to, you know, ask or anything like that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right. And then we got Mr. Krypton Cage right here with his let's go, let's go. Trying to be like, uh, what's his name, huh? <laughs> uh, anyways, all right. So let's get to uh, let's get to everything. I mean, I will say it was pretty crazy. I mean, it's it's been a pretty crazy day. And uh, it's just it's just been interesting to see the fan reactions to all this as well. You know, seeing the timeline and everything. So uh, definitely a lot to uh, process. And I think, you know, some people might have, you know, there's some more details that we got to talk about, at least when it comes to the whole Toby Emmerich thing. But, uh, you know, it's a step forward. It's the headline that we did want to hear for sure. But it has been interesting to see uh, stuff like that. And then <laughs> it's just the reaction. Oh, man. And then some things that were happening on Twitter, which is just, you got to love Twitter. You got to love Twitter. One of these days, we'll do a spaces. When people do spaces, that's interesting. That is pretty damn interesting. But, you know, yeah. But there's been some interesting stuff that happened on there. So, anyways, all right. Let's get to the tweets, huh? Let's just get right into it. We got all that. Let me make sure everything's good. Is that turned off? Turn that off. All right, here we go. Let's go do the tweets, huh? See what happened in the Twitter world. All right. Hopefully you guys checked out yesterday's show where I talked about The Flash and Black Adam and the productions of both of those. And, of course, did my reaction to Pinocchio, which, you know, you guys saw it. It's pretty good. Right off the bat, though, this morning, I mean, you know, Netflix right here. We keep talking about Netflix and how Netflix is pretty much got a pretty bad cash flow problem. I mean, it doesn't mean they're going to actually go away, but, you know. They are, uh, they are bleeding a little bit, but right here it says Netflix is looking to focus on making bigger and better films while it's releasing fewer than it previously did. Hey, where'd they come up with that idea? The company will also reduce the output of lower budget films, which could become more niche. Eh, 
I think they should stick with, um, you know, still doing lower budget films, you know, challenge these filmmakers. But yeah, this, this article came out today behind Netflix leaner movie mandate, bigger, fewer, and better. Yeah, because they were just throwing money at everything. It almost seemed like somebody had the idea at Netflix to be like, hey, yeah, we have a bunch of movies that everybody loves, series and whatnot. We can have all that, but we need to fill up our library with our own shit. So they were just throwing money at all kinds of thing and things. And, you know, about 70%, 70 of it was bullshit. It sucked. It really did. And then, of course, there was the whole drama with the uh, Dave Chappelle stuff and all that. And then, of course, now with the Ricky Gervais stuff. Yeah, the Scott Stuber run division is adjusting to a new set of realities as the, the, um, the Reddy's uh, $200 million plus the Gray Man for, uh, from the Avengers Endgame Helmers and pricey set of knives, knives Out sequels. I mean, that's the thing. You got Zack Snyder that's bringing you a Star Wars and has already brought you a a zombie universe. And then you have, of course, the Russo brothers bringing in, you know, a star power movie called The Gray Man. And then you have, of course, the Knives Out sequel. I mean, there's there's a lot there's a lot that Netflix needs to focus on. And I think what they're realizing, especially with like Stranger Things and just throwing a bunch of money at that is like, yeah, try to just go for the more quality, not quantity. I think they were going for quantity over quality at one point. So that's where they they kind of got into um they kind of got into their, their trouble right here. So, yeah, bigger, better, fewer. That's their motto right now. Netflix has lost 44% of its stock value since that day, of course, when they were talking about losing, like, 2 million subscribers or whatever the hell just behind. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's been pretty crazy, but it seems like Netflix is really just trying to course correct a little bit, just kind of course correct a little bit. So we'll see what happens with them. But, yeah, focus on quality. Focus on quality. That's what it's all about. And speaking of quality, I'm hoping this movie's quality. We have our uh, official poster of Bullet Train, of course, starring Mr. Brad Pitt, which this movie just looks fucking insane. The end of the line is just the beginning. Yeah, I can't wait for this movie. Um, every time I see the trailer, I enjoy it. It's from Mr. Tim Miller, of course. Uh, I think it's from, or is it from David Letch? Which Deadpool is it? It's not Tim Miller. Is it Tim Miller? I don't know. Which one? I know it's from one of the Deadpool directors. Anyways, I think it's David Leitch. I don't know. Uh, you guys tell me. You guys tell me which director it is. I'm like totally drawing a blank. But I am. It's one of the movies that I'm really looking forward to when it comes to this summer. And let's support it. Let's support it. Let's support some of these original movies. We've got to do that. We've got to support these original movies. Even though we want some of the, you know, the franchise movies to flourish, we have to support these movies right there. So what's going on, Aloxu? How you doing? Hey, Jamie Campbell. That's right. Jamie Campbell right here. Hey, he's not a bad guy. Look at that. Taking the selfies with everybody. I mean, if you watch Stranger Things, it is David Leitch. Okay, thank you. For some reason, I was I think I was thinking love, uh, you know, you know, love what you might call it and robots uh, where Tim Miller created that. That's where I was like getting Tim Miller from. But yeah, David Leitch. That's right. From the director of Deadpool 2, not Deadpool 1. But uh, yeah, Stranger Things right here, a little behind the scenes. Um, even though, you know, when you watch the scenes that this guy is in, he is creepy as all hell. And then if you, you know, we won't say any spoilers just for anybody who uh, has said anything, but my God, my God. And then it was a good morning when, uh, you know, this came across the, uh, yeah, I don't know how much I could show of that, but, uh, probably should, uh, whoa, that's Jennifer Conley via 1991. Let's face it. Jennifer Conley always been hot, still hot. You saw Top Gun Maverick. 
That was, yeah, Jesus Christ. Woo, yeah. How? That's what we're talking about. Jennifer Conley. Yeah, that's what it is. Anyways, uh, but uh, yeah, we got that. And then, of course, we got uh, GQ Hype right here. GQ Hype for the boys, for the boys. The boys are back in town. So everybody looking like their GQ best right here. And, of course, we got Miss Karen. Miss Karen right up front, of course. Looking badass and adorable at the same time, wearing leather pants and everything like that. I like the red suit, though. I like the red suit from Mr. Anthony Starr right there. I dig that. I dig that. So Jennifer Conley, yep, she is fire. She definitely is. Suicide Squad, yeah. Well, it's almost like she knows the director, James Gunn, possibly, because she was in the Suicide Squad. See, see, Deadline Hollywood, you know, Deadline just said, like, they didn't say the Suicide Squad. They just said Suicide Squad. But, yes, Daniela Malakawar, I never can say her last name right. Apparently, she's going to be in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. God knows who she's playing. But, yes, it was announced by James Gunn that she will be in there. And I think we have no complaints because we all enjoyed her in the Suicide Squad. She's supposed to be in Fast X, too, I believe, right? I'm sure, I'm sure. And then, of course, we'll be talking about that. Of course, I did my little video earlier. Oh, man, just so many things. So many things to talk about when it comes to that, which we'll talk about. And then, hey, look at that. Eli Snyder. Eli Snyder. Guess what? He's got a short film. That's right. Zack Snyder's kid coming in strong. Look at the visuals. It's taken from his dad. It looks good. That's all I got to say. Oh, I should probably do that. Here you're in the army. Thank you for your service. Let's take a look. Do you ever experience feelings of numbness and sleeplessness? Any confusion with time or space? Professor? Have you seen her? Has anything like this happened before? No, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm fine. That's right. He's got them Zack Snyder genetics. He's got that eye. I'm sure Zack is proud of his son. Directing his first little short film, man. Is that a good? Yeah, his newest short film. I like it. I like it. It's pretty awesome stuff right there, man. And hey, um, if you haven't watched Everything Everywhere All at Once, it arrives on streamers next week. So please, Amazon Prime, June 7th, Apple TV. So uh, if you haven't checked it out, which shame on you, you should support this film, of course, in, um, in the movie theaters. But, you know, if you didn't, that's fine. At least support it. Watch it at home. It's great. I can't wait to watch it again. Um, is anybody uh, is anybody making these? Because I would love to have this. Uh, I saw this come across my timeline and I went, can I can I have that? That looks cool. I want one. How much? Let me know because I would love that. But it seems like that's something that's custom made right there. That's pretty damn cool. Of course, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Good job, Mr. Fear Jason. Yeah. Uh, and, and the fact that you changed the I tried to I lied. I love that. I absolutely love that. And then, yes, uh, about 40 minutes from now, make sure uh, when we're done right here, you go over to uh, the Real Emotion channel and you can hear 
Ben, Mr. Ben Everett's talk about the events of today as well as everything else. And then Garza will probably be there, too. And, uh, you know, Ben will probably not get a word in at all. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he'll try. He'll try. Just kidding. Love you guys. But yes, head over there. That's going to be in about um, 40 minutes. I'm sure I'll run long and I don't mean to, but hey, it does happen at some times. Uh, our first look at Stasner right here. Apparently this was caught right there. So, you know, we already had our little, um, we already had an image of maybe, that's not the same guy. Another look at the character post by this, by a stunt double. So this is a stunt double too. Uh, we saw the one from Ray Fisher, Ray Fisher stunt double who also had long hair too, as you can see this, the image right here that we, we, sh we saw earlier. But now we got this one right here of uh, Stasnar's character. So eh, there's going to be like a certain look for a certain group of characters in Rebel Moon. I am excited. Can't wait to get the full look of everyone, of everyone. It's going to be great. we got Alex Ross showing some good art right here. You can't trust, you can't trust in luck. That's right. Good Batmobile right there. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, we got Thor Love and Thunder that's coming out in, what, a month? Which, whatever. Um, but I am looking forward to this one right here. The new journey in the Mad Max saga begins. And look at that beautiful shot of that slate right there of Furiosa. Ah, can't wait. Of course, there's uh, Anya Taylor-Joy playing the young Furiosa. We don't know exactly who Chris Hemsworth is playing. It's not going to be a Mad Max movie because, obviously, she didn't meet Max until later on. But, yeah, it's going to be uh, still going to be good. It's going to George Miller still directing, which uh, George Miller has a film coming out this year, which is great. And uh, looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing more things that are coming about. But I love this shot right here of the slate. Looks good. What does it mean? What is 52A? <laughs> no, we only we only we only get excited uh, about film slates when it's Zack Snyder that posts them, right? We don't try to decipher other directors' film slates. Nah, nah. Um, and then speaking of, okay, so what have I been talking about, guys? What have I been talking about? This is um, interesting. So release the air cut Twitter handle. Ah. Uh, apparently, uh, I mean, apparently, um, you know, they posted like a little private message, a little text message right here, um, stating that six days till a trending event, which yes, there should be a trending event. Try to do, I mean, I, I'm just saying we got to pump up the numbers for hashtag release the air cut. Let's please do so. I've been saying, I've been saying that. So must do so six days till a trending event. Not sure exactly what that's all going to entail, but yes, I think we should hit it full force. Please do. Let's pump up those numbers. But what, what I what what's noticed right here is our, our November event will be in November, which yeah, usually if you have a November event, it will be in, in fact, in the month of November, a uh, little typo right there. It happens. I'm just making fun. But anyways, um, it's going to be epic. And so we're having one on the 20th and another major one, major one in November. Nothing planned in between. Hopefully uh, your source is correct about Emmerich because that'll break Twitter. This was on May 14th. Yeah, then, you know, people in the know about that. Apparently, you know, you know, everybody knew something was going to happen with Toby. But the thing I want to focus on is the fact that it says a November major event. What have I been saying, guys? Yes. You know, the fact that the air cut, not quite on the table yet, not quite on the table yet, but it can be, 
It can be. Can be on the table. And apparently there's, you know, what did I say? Look for an event that is similar to the November 17th, 2019 event when it came to the Snyder Cut. Got to do the same thing for the Ayer Cut. And if this is any indication of what that's been, yes. I mean, apparently these guys are more in the know than I am. More in the know than I am, but, you know, you catch wind of it. That's why I kept saying that, hey, look for an event, a big event, when we really got to push that hashtag, and hopefully the some actors of the movie will do that too because, let's face it, guys, I mean, Dave Zaslav running a tight ship. He needs analytics. He needs numbers. He is a numbers man. He knows every nook and cranny of things. He is... Putting, he is putting a jeweler's loop on every little fucking budget, every little project. This is the man is probably obsessed with writing the ship and trying to do as much as he can. And right now it's like, yeah, Erica, what are you talking about? That's old shit. But if it can be convinced with trending and campaigns and stuff like that, focus, 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 focus on the air cut a little bit. Like if you can make... Release the air cut, trend as much as restore the Snyderverse, or even release the Snyder Cut. Get it close to those numbers that will really help David Ayer. Really would. That's the thing. Okay? So try. We got to get that. And I don't know, you know, when it comes to new trending events, hey, do something. I don't know. We got to do something, right? Something in between. Start your own stuff. Do some fucking artwork for it. Do all kinds of stuff. Approach it like we approach the Snyder Cut. Do it like that. Because come November, David Ayer's really going to need some help. Really going to need some help. You know? I mean, let's, let's face it. I think uh, when it came to Zack Snyder pitching the Snyder Cut and getting it done, uh, he did it at the perfect moment because I don't think David Zaslav would probably— Well, then again, he, maybe he would, seeing all the analytics. I don't know. I think that was a big selling point. Um, but I don't know if he would have got as much budget. You know, because David Zaslav is really just, he is like, you know, it takes a crowbar to fucking crack open that goddamn wallet right there. So just need a little help, a little bit more help. So hopefully we could do that. Let's, let's, let's definitely do that. Yes. So <sighs> hashtag release that goddamn air cut. Yeah. It's like there's a reason or something. Why, why planning so far ahead? Yeah, there's a reason. There's a reason why a certain group is planning that far ahead. Casual Batman? No. It's Pete Holmes' Batman, which is a very funny sketch. But, yes, it very much looks like uh, I love the caption right here. It says Gotham Knights Batman. Yeah, it could very much look like that, right? And like I said, remember to do both because I saw that Restore the Snyderverse was trending. So, hey, do both. Let's get that air cut out there, too. Please. Promotion. Look at this. We got some promotional shit right here. Promotional art for Black Adam. It's beginning. Look at that. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be some kind of T-shirt or whatnot. It's weird because I don't like this weird little lens flare thing right there. I guess it's, I don't know. It's like, why have that? Just just, just clean it up. Somebody clean that up. So we got the little, you know, right there. And then, of course, we got this right here. Um, I guess it's promotional promotion for Black Adam. It looks new, looks great. I love this costume. You know, again, Dwayne Johnson said, fuck all with the goddamn padding in the costume. He said, I'm just going to have my natural, my natural, my natural muscles uh, be in this costume right there. And the costume looks great. Costume looks great. I just hope, 
<laughs> you know, from what I told you guys yesterday when it came to uh, Black Adam and those test screenings, I just really hope, I really hope with whatever they decided to tweak and do the reshoots that Dwayne Johnson said, you know what, I just got to fucking, you know, stick a needle in my butt with steroids and get that roid rage. <laughs> I want to see I want to see Dwayne Johnson angry. I want to see him angry. It's like, yeah, okay. We could try to pull off the little bit of the anti-hero stuff, but I want you to be fucking angry and ruthless there, Dwayne. Okay? We kind of got a sense of that right at that, you know, DC fandom opening of Black Adam. Seemed like Black Adam was going to be ruthless, but if there's a tonal shift where all of a sudden he's got this huge heart and he's like, "Oh, got to save the world." You know, I just don't know. That's what I'm worried about when it comes to Black Adam. It's going to be a very difficult challenge to try to keep that, hey, he is a villain, but we could kind of start, you know, getting across the line to anti-hero. <sighs> I worry. I worry a little bit, but still looking forward to it. And that fucking costume is goddamn gorgeous. Love the texture. Love the texture. It's all about texture. It's all about texture. That's what it is. And hey, guys, we've got another little preview for uh, Project Justice League Part 2 right here. From Mr. Nicotina. Saw you in there right there. There we go. Project Justice League do. So there you go. Summer of 2022. That's right. Okay. Somebody. <sighs> Four Nerds Network. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe. Doing all that. Yeah. That's what we're talking about, right? This is what keeps the conversation going when it comes to all this. Someone should do like a spin-off motion comic of like something of like Suicide Squad, David Ayer Suicide Squad. Help it out a little bit too. You know, just putting it out there. I'm not a talent. I don't know how to draw that well or anything, so I can't really, you know, can't really help with that. But if anybody knows anybody right there, just like, hey, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's get some more, you know, let's get some more oomph for release the air cut as well you know let's definitely do that all right uh, so we good we good yeah it was badass good job andre good job looking forward to it enjoyed the first round let's get the second round all right let's talk about toby 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 hmm cheers so we finally uh we finally got here obviously we got to this point where um where we, uh, we got the headline that we wanted to get. We were looking forward to this headline after everybody else was like exiting when it comes to the whole merger of Warner Brothers and Discovery. It was like, okay, now where is that headline where we're going to hear about Toby, where we're going to hear about Toby going away? And here is the article right here. Toby Emmerich steps down as Warner Brothers picture group chairman Mike DeLuca and Pam Ab Abdi Abdi taking over studio so veteran executive toby emmerich is exiting his post as warner brothers picture group chairman uh which is funny they didn't capitalize chairman uh three sources told variety a company man who survived numerous wb ownership changes over two decades emmerich's transition out of the role follows weeks of chatter that he was leaving the studio. He's expected to be replaced by Michael DeLuca and Pamela Abdi. Like, remember, like, I think it was it was earlier uh, in the month of May. I was talking about that. It was like an article that kind of fell under the radar. An article that fell under the radar that basically was saying, like, that these two from MGM, who did a great job at MGM, made a ton of money at MGM, were possibly coming over here. And then I told you guys, too, 
that uh, maybe I gave it. I maybe I I might have given this information when it came to uh, when it came to tea. When it came to a little bit of the tea. And let me go back because I retweeted KC. If you're still out there, you tweeted those screenshots right here. So. Mike DeLuca out. Toby Emmerich in at Newline. This is back in 2001. 2001. It was turbulent day at Newline Cinema yesterday as president of production Michael DeLuca left the company and president of music of music. Toby Emmerich was named to replace him. The irreplaceable DeLuca had spent eight years in the job, turning New Line from a successful genre company into a major hit maker with movies such as blah, 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 blah. Oh, man, look at those movies right there. Seven, Rush Hour, Austin Powers, The Mask, The Wedding Singer, and Dumb and Dumber. God, remember, remember the New Line logo in the 90s? God damn. Always, yeah, there's always there's certain music that you hear with that New Line logo. But yes, and now... We have this. Toby Emmerich steps down. I mean, it's just it's poetic justice because I did tell I think I told on a member stream that, yes, Toby Emmerich, Mike DeLuca didn't really like each other, didn't really like each other. So the fact that they that Mike DeLuca was going to be coming in kind of felt like, OK, that means Toby's not going to be anywhere probably around him. And sure enough, here we are. Emmerich uh, named blah, blah, blah. More to come. All that kind of stuff. So. It's just kind of nice. You know, it's kind of interesting. I mean, it's been 21 years since all that. But, yes, I did mention that, I think, in a members-only stream. Maybe I, remember, uh, I mentioned it on here. I don't know. I don't know. But let's not get too – well, hold on. Let's see. We got this right here. Uh, well, first off, let's not forget that, you know, there's st- – <laughs> He had, he's not fully leaving Warner Brothers Discovery, guys, okay? Like, yeah, we were celebrating because he's not going to, you know, he's not going to be in his position where he was anymore, and it's like, all right, Toby, 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 yeah, you're out. Cool, but at the same time, we got this right here. We got a memo from Mr. David Zasloff. This is what he had to say in that memo right here. He said, this morning, Toby Emmerich informed his team of his decision to step down as chairman of Warner Brothers Pictures Group and launch his own production company. What? I have known Toby for years. He is a great leader and a friend to me and to many. And I'm very happy for him and even more thrilled that he has chosen to remain a part of our Warner Brothers Discovery family through this new production venture. We're also grateful to him for agreeing to stay at the helm of Warner Brothers Pictures Group through a transition period this summer. So it's probably not going to fully take effect till after this summer. Over the few months, Toby and I have been talking about the best structure for Warner Brothers Pictures Group and the idea of creating three distinct film segments around Warner Brothers Pictures' New Line Cinema. Warner Brothers uh, feature animation, a DC-based film and a DC-based film production. I have greatly appreciated his insight and partnership throughout this process, and feel confident that this is the right strategy of our company going forward. Mr. Patton, thank you, sir. Plot twist. Toby's new producer role is at DC Films. I really fucking hope not. I really, I don't think that's going to be happening. It was during these same discussions that Toby first shared with me his desire to start his own production company. I told him he had my absolute support. 
He is incredibly talented with a well-deserved reputation throughout the industry as a bold, creative visionary. While at the helm of New Line Cinema and then the entire Warner Brothers Picture group, he has been a driving force behind a diverse collection of highly successful series, including, and of course, no mention of, you know, certain things. We have a deep history of world-class production here at Warner Brothers Discovery, and our intent going forward is to tell more of the best stories and to share them with an even bigger audience around the world. Toby and his team will play an important and valued role in the endeavor. We're, a, we're so glad to have them join us, and we can't wait to see what they create in the months ahead. Now, who knows what all this is, but yes... That's why it was a little bit like, wait a minute. Yes, that sounded cool. But then all of a sudden it's like, but Toby's not fully leaving yet. Is it yet? I don't know. Apparently when it comes to uh, a lot of this, uh-oh, Ray Fisher tweeted. Ray Fisher tweeted. Thank you, Jason McKenzie, for uh, being a member for 17 years. Um, Ray Fisher did too. We'll look at it right. We'll look at it in uh, a little bit here. So. But, uh, you know, I just wanted to, you know, not get everybody's hopes too, too excited. But the more exciting thing is Mike DeLuca. OK, that's the more exciting thing. It just seems like, OK, this this guy is going to do some things, He's going to do some good things. And then not to mention, you know, when it comes to the business, who knows when it, when you're looking at everything and everything, you know, and, and talking to um, talking to a friend that it's like with that's within that business and kind of tell me like this is a normal thing when somebody is actually on the out there might be another little deal that that kind of softly kicks them out the door i don't know we just got to kind of be patient right here so yeah toby is stepping down from where we want him to step down but he's not fully going away that's the bad part seemed like that at first like oh he's gone yeah, he's totally gone. But at the same time, you know, remember with that whole Netflix thing, the article that we heard? Remember that? That was weird. There's all kinds of things that are weird. And then you got this part right here of uh, Variety. Why Warner Brothers Discovery shook up its film business and what happens next? Toby Emmerich's exit as chairman of Warner Brothers Pictures Group and the ascension of former MGM film leaders Michael DeLuca and Pamela Abdi are just the latest instances of upheaval in what is already shaping up to be a tempestuous, whatever, new era of the studio behind Harry Potter and Batman. Emmerich's ouster has been gossiped about four years. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's like Dave Zaslav was, you know, in his memo, he's going to be like, yeah, good job, buddy. But at the same time, it's like... Has he really been doing that great of a job? Dating back well before the company was sold to Discovery. Still, his decision to leave for a production deal stunned executives on the studio's Burbank lot. Yeah, apparently this was like a big thing. When it comes to business news and, and within the business, this was a big shakeup. This was a huge shakeup. Like people were not expecting this, apparently. Many of whom had worked with Emmerich for decades. It comes on the heels of a series of head-spinning directives from Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav and his leadership team. Oh, we got DJ right here with a $2 super chat. It's classic of ramping four execs, execs in the core. See, there you go. What he said comes on the heels of blah, 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 and his leadership team who have been simultaneously obsessed with finding three billion in cost saving synergies while expanding the number of movies the company's produce the company produces. The mission also includes the mandate of blah, 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 blah. Historically, yeah, we got all this and, you know, just business stuff right here. But the big thing right here, guys, is the fact that, you know, as much as we love the fact that he's stepping down from his position, not all quite 
gone yet. So um, let me go ahead. Wait, I forgot. Let's see. What did Ray Fisher have to say, Ray? Did he say something? Apparently he said something. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. So he said, may we never see the likes of Tommy Emmerich again. Better days are surely ahead. Okay. So there you go. Um, that's pretty good. Retweet that. Cool. So that's what uh, Ray Fisher had to say. But like I said, not fully gone, but I think he's, it's just, a, you know, it's like, hey, we're kicking you out, but we're going to put a little mattress down here for you. I don't know. It all seems a little strange. I mean, remember yesterday uh, when I did Twitter questions and Mr. Jacob, if you're out there, you sent me that video. Uh, you sent me that video where it basically it, it showed at Cannes, David Zaslav and Toby Emmerich were sitting right next to it. They were, they were sitting right behind uh, the director of the Elvis movie and Tom Hanks. So, I mean, I believe that they're actually friends. I do. I do believe that they're actually friends. So, yeah. It's all pretty crazy when you just see that headline and everybody just you just you release all the decorations. You pop the fucking champagne. We're all celebrating. And then you start really looking and you go, oh, he's not fully gone, you know, but hopefully he will be. And then God knows what's going to happen with Walter Hamada next. That cocksucker. What's going to happen with that guy next? I don't know. I don't know. But still, we can still say, yeah, yes, like Warner Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, what Zach said, what Zach said. So it's all pretty interesting. It's all pretty interesting right there. So we'll see what happens in the coming months. But um, I have a feeling that maybe, maybe at the end of the summer, we'll finally fully hear that Toby Emmerich is just fully out. But at least he's out of the position where he's at because we didn't like him in there, right? We didn't like him in there. So it's just part of it. It's part of the process, guys. Part of the process. Part of the process. Okay. But don't worry. I think Michael DeLuca and Pamela Abdi are they're gonna do they're gonna they're gonna do some I think they're gonna come in and do some fucking good. They're gonna do some good. They they're coming in, they're gonna be running what Toby was doing. They're going to be doing really good stuff. Really good stuff. So um were Scoopers right about that? I don't who knows. I <laughs> I, you know, I saw some people and that, that's the thing I hate about the scooper. This is what the, 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 the scooper, um, world, the scooper game has created. It's like when this happened, I, you know, I got a few messages in my, in my, uh, in, in my mentions, you know, that said like, Oh, you know, so-and-so is right. I'm like, well, I thought we were all were kind of like betting on the fact that Tommy Emmerich was going to be gone. That's interesting. Oh, wait, were they right about the, the the DeLuca and Abdi coming in? I'm like, well, wait a minute. I talked about that. Even, okay. But anyways, we're not going <clears> to <throat> we're not gonna go down that route. I know. I don't want to ruffle feathers again. I'm trying not to. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Okay. It's finally over, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. As I uh, bring up my pint of wine, my mega pint of wine, Mega pint. Oh, man. The shit show that is the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial has reached a verdict. And uh, surprisingly, I didn't think and I've told you guys, I told you guys a, co a couple of times. I didn't think that uh, I didn't think that Johnny Depp was going to win. But then I realized how fucking stupid and whatever that Amber Heard and her team are, because there was one instance where she basically just admitted that, yes, the article that was written was about Johnny Depp. 
It's like, oh, shit. Well, there you fucked up. I think you actually had this case until you actually pretty much admitted it, that it was about Johnny. Man, I'll tell you what. Um, I'm glad it's over so then we could stop obsessing about this and people divided about it, fighting about it, all that stuff. But my God, it was just, I mean, a literal shit show. And, uh, yeah, I mean, her career is ruined. I mean, not only is, uh, Toby Emmerich not working for a portion of Warner Brothers, doesn't, you know, Amber Heard definitely not going to work for Warner Brothers again. God knows what's going to be happening. Whoa, we good? Uh, God knows what's going to happen with her. Um, uh, send super chat. Yeah. Okay. About the tweet. What? Waste tweet is meaningless. Uh, yeah. See, that's the thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're still talking about Toby. Yeah. See, that's the thing is like the bad part is, yeah. Like Jose is saying, he's not fully gone. He's not fully gone. He's just out of his position, which, yeah, that's a step. It's a step. Got to remember it's a step, but yeah, back to the Amber Heard thing. Yes. Uh, Johnny Depp won. I did not think he was going to, but I, you know, her, her legal team and she just fucked up. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy when I still, I, I even had a back and forth with somebody today who did not want to believe this or didn't believe anything. It's like, just the way that human beings are nowadays. I mean, I get it. If you don't like Johnny Depp and you believe like a lot of the shit and God knows he is not, (laughs) he is no fucking angel for sure. He is fucked up. We've heard a lot of that here, but if you watch this trial and still thought, still think that Amber Heard was absolutely completely innocent. I don't know what the fuck you were watching. It's weird. When I talk, when I talk to people that, wholeheartedly think that she is full on innocent still. And I'm going, what have you watched? I honestly don't know what you've watched. Like, because everything I've watched and a lot of people have watched has been, holy shit, this is really bad. She is looking really bad. Just the way that she's acted on the stand, uh, her mannerisms and the way that she was always looking at the, uh, the jury when she answered questions like, Hey man, she was trying to pull off this whole big, huge performance. And, uh, and believe me, Johnny Depp was doing a performance too, but let's face it. Who's the better actor, <laughs> Johnny Depp. But, um, yeah, it's like when I, when I'm seeing people that were like, that are like, Oh my God, I can't believe that they, you know, I'm like going, Whoa, have you not been watching this? It's been really bad. So I don't think it's a, sh- it's not a shock to some people, but then of course there's some people that are like, Oh my God, I can't believe this. And then there's a lot of people too, you know, there's people too that, start mentioning and start tweeting about, you know, sexual assault and abuse and all this stuff like that. And I'm just kind of going like, yeah, okay. I understand you're upset, but you should be more upset on Amber Heard because it's obviously that she was lying. It's pretty damn obvious that she was lying about some things and the things that were presented on this case. She, she took advantage of what was happening with the whole me too thing and like that. So you should be more mad at her for fucking a lot of that up. That's what's so funny about that. I was like, why? How are you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can understand you'd be mad at the situation, but you should be mad about Amber Heard kind of taking advantage of this little situation right here, too, because some of the stuff was just like, how could you? That's just the way we are nowadays, though. We just kind of just, um, you know, there's you have one thing, you have one bias, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, oh, oh what? what? What happened? No, I, I didn't see that. I didn't, I didn't see. I didn't see that. Sorry, I didn't see that, you know? And I've always told you guys too. I was on this. I wasn't on the side of either one of them. But when you kept watching stuff, it was like holy shit. Ugh. I don't think this is gonna. I think this is this. Does it help Johnny Depp's career? Sure, it already has. Ruined her career for sure. 
But at the same time, when it came to uh, Johnny Depp, I don't think he's going to be like, he's not going to be a fucking star again. He's not going to, you know, Disney ain't going to be uh, calling him up. Nobody, Warner Brothers is not going to be calling him up either. I think he'll probably do a bunch of indie movies or something like that and uh, do uh, performances with his band or whatever the hell. That's And I hear that he that's what he did. He didn't even show up for the verdict. That's what was funny. I mean, talk about... <laughs> Talk about putting on the sunglasses and saying, fuck, he wasn't even there. Apparently, he's like in the United Kingdom or something like that. He's in the UK, which was interesting. It's like Johnny Depp was like, well, we got this. Yeah. Yeah, it's all been a big, big shit show. Really has. Um, But, you know, sometimes, I mean, when it, when it comes to this kind of stuff, it's like, yeah, we, we want we want victims to come out and do the thing. But the sad part about it is. A lot of the things always is like, you know, when you have like the, the hearsay, you know, we heard that so much in this trial, the hearsay, the hearsay, the hearsay. So you have to prevent you have to present, of course, some of the, you know, the evidence and a lot of the evidence was just like, oh, my God. So, I mean, I know some people were bringing up the fact that he was, you know, in the in the UK, he was still found as to, uh, he he still uh, got the whole wife beater title still on him over there. So people were saying, like, how fucked up is it over here? Because, I mean, it's, there's just you could see the bias, you know, and you could see the bias through this whole goddamn thing. And I'm just kind of going like, can you just like not and just look at the evidence, look what's being presented and just kind of be like, oh, my God, that's weird. That's crazy. You know, I you know, I didn't want to use the justice for whatever the fuck that had a hashtag. It's always weird. But, you know, the sad part about it is, is, yes, it did hurt. Some of that, you know, when it comes to victims coming forward, but it shouldn't be blamed on what happened. It should be blamed on somebody who took advantage of that. I mean, we heard her say that on a recording saying that, yeah, go ahead. Say that you were abused. Who's going to believe you, Johnny? It's like, yeah, she took advantage of a lot of that. You know, she took advantage of a lot of that. I mean, obviously, Johnny was, you know, fucked up a little too much booze and a little too much popping pills and all that kind of shit. So let's uh, prop up the camera and just egg them on a little bit, huh? Mega pint. Yeesh. It's all pretty crazy and all that kind of stuff. Ezra has had assault cases too, yes. More coming on the Ezra stuff too. Definitely more coming on the Ezra stuff. Stuff's brewing up. I've been telling you guys that, you know, his side will be uh, talking probably soon. God knows what kind of fashion it will be, but we'll see what happens with that. It's all, it's all crazy because you got to, I mean, you have to, you can't just hear somebody say something and then, okay, I believe you. That just doesn't work that way. And that's the problem is nowadays with social media and everything, everybody just hears one side and goes, believe you 100%. They're telling the truth. I know. I know me. That's right. I've been on Twitter for nine fucking years. I know when someone's lying. I know. I know. It's like, no, you don't. Okay. It still needs to, you know, innocent until proven guilty or whatever the fuck. And remember, this was a defamation suit. Okay. This was just, they just wanted to like, you know, the fact that he got defamed because of this article. And I think she was going to still win that until she fucked up and basically admitted that it was about Johnny. <laughs> it's like, ugh. Like, oh, all you had to do is just make it seem like it wasn't about him. And then you probably would have won. But the legal team was a joke. Ugh, it's crazy. So. There you go. So I guess congrats to Johnny Depp. Like I said, I don't think he's going to like totally reignite his career. That'd be crazy if it was. I don't think he's going to start, you know, he's going to end up having a role in like the next Star Wars series or something like that. But, you know, 
at the same time, it's like, yeah, we, it's, it's such a, ah, it's such a, um, it's such a crazy thing. Humans are crazy. We're all crazy. Because when you have a situation, you have two people that talk about two very different things of the situation, and then you got to figure out, and then people over here, the third party, whatever, have to figure out who the fuck is telling the truth, you know? And everybody is always like, oh, you always have to believe the victim. It's like, no, you can't do that because how many times has a, you know, somebody claimed victim of somebody else and then turns out they were full of shit, okay? And lives have been ruined on that side too. But then it's also vice versa where, you know, the victim ends up not winning and and then their lives are ruined and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's just such, we need, when lie detector technology, is that ever going to get better? Are we still just going to get strapped up, you know, with a bunch of little things and the little, you know, remember in like TV shows and movies, sci-fi stuff, it was just like, man, you had like a full on helmet, you had all this kind of stuff. And it really said, hey, we know that you're lying, like a red light, green light kind of thing. Why hasn't the lie detector technology gotten better? You'd think it would have, right? In the past like few decades, that's what needs to happen. Or we need to find some precogs like in goddamn minority report or something like that. I don't know. It's not a, nothing's a full, nothing's full, I don't know, Jesus Christ. I'm just rambling now, that's all. But, uh, yeah, so who's going to play Mira in Aquaman 3? <laughs> oh my God, it's bad, it's bad. Now watch out, yes, I used uh, Jada Pinkett, I used uh, Niobe right here from uh, Matrix Reloaded, Revolutions. Because uh, I didn't feel like making my own PNG of her, and that was the only PNG I found, and I thought it was cool. So even though Jada Pinkett, oh, my God, I mean, here's somebody else. Here's somebody else. Again. You know, we just talked about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and that toxic relationship. Now we got Jada Pinkett and Will Smith. And we're kind of wondering about this relationship, too, because it doesn't look that great either. And we all love Will Smith, you know, and most of us want to like Jada Pinkett, but, you know, God knows what's happening here, too. God knows. But uh, she finally uh, spoke up about the Will Smith uh, slap, the Chris Rock slap during the Oscars. So this is what she had to say right here in the article right here. Oh, didn't work. Hold on. Jada Pickett Smith speaks out on Oscars slap. Will Smith and Chris Rock must reconcile. Jada Pickett Smith addressed the Will Smith Chris Rock Oscars slap for the first time in detail on June 1st episode of her Facebook series, Red Table Talk. Yeah, remember the Red Table Talk where she brought on Will Smith and basically said, Oh, yeah, I cheated on you with this young stud. And he was like on the verge of tears. Remember that? Okay. Sometimes. You got to be on the dude's side. <laughs> I mean, if we've learned some things, it's like, yes, we want to believe. We, we would like to you just hashtag believe all anybody. Don't do that. Anyways, the actor previously commented on the situation courtesy of a meme that read this season of healing. This is a season of healing, and I'm here for it. Pinkett Smith decided to address the slap on Red Table Talk because the episode tackled uh, alopecia. Alopecia, you know, of course, the reason why she... Uh, has no hair. Smith slapped Rock on the Oscar stage for joking about uh, Pickett Smith's uh, bald head, which she shaved because of her own battle of alopecia. This is a really important red table talk on alopecia, considering that I've been through 
uh, what I've been through with my own health and what happened at the Oscars. Thousands have reached out to me with their stories. And she continues on by saying, I'm using this moment to give our alopecia family an opportunity to talk about what it's like to have this condition and to inform people about the alope what alopecia actually is. That's good. Good on you, Jada. That's what you should be doing. Okay. I like that. Now about Oscar night. My deepest hope is that these two intelligent, capable men have an opportunity to heal, talk this out, and reconcile. The state of the world today, we need them both, and we all actually need one another more than ever. Until then, Will and I are continuing to do what we have done for the last 28 years, and that's keep figuring out this thing called life together. Thank you for listening. So there you go. That's what Miss Jada Pinkett has to say about that. Yeah, would have been kind of cool if, like, you know. What's kind of funny, though, is, like, before the Oscars, when she talked about alopecia in her hair, she basically was like, I don't care. Say whatever you want about me, blah, blah, blah. She, I mean, I'm, I'm totally, you know, I uh, don't take what I'm saying, exactly what she said, but she basically was saying, like, fuck off. If you want to make fun of me, that's, it's whatever. Do so. I don't give a shit. But then, of course, Chris Rock makes fun, and then this all happens. It's just all kind of funny how... Some people, you know, people will just be like, yeah, I don't give a shit. And then all of a sudden someone fucking says something and then all of a sudden they give a shit, which is also funny, too, because, you know, when that happened, we saw the look. Will Smith was laughing. It was all very strange. It's still very strange. You know, when you think about what happened there, it's still very strange because the fact that Will Smith was like. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we see Jada just kind of and then all of a sudden it's just like. You know, it's Winter Soldier. Boom. She like shined him a look or whispered a fucking code word. You know, I don't know what it was. You know, Fresh Prince. Oh, oh, oh got to go. You know, or something. like. I don't know what it was. And all of a sudden he just did that. So, hey, but at least she addressed it, I guess. But see, that's another relationship, though. We've seen. Remember, we saw that one footage, too, where she was basically recording him and saying, you know, recording a video to their therapist in his face and he was noticeably frustrated and basically told her like hey please don't record me you know and talking about his instagram being his bread and butter i mean this is not a good relationship here either there's something that's going on here too and hopefully you know in a couple of years from now we don't have another trial that happens that's live and we're all gonna obsess and take fucking sides and everything like that even though i think with that one i'd take will smith's side <laughs> i'm just kidding i just love will smith that's all but anyways, okay. Obi-Wan Kenobi, episode three. Um, no spoilers. Don't worry, guys. If you haven't watched the, uh, the third episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi, I will not reveal any spoilers. I'll just review the episode. Obviously, we watched the first two. Uh, it's already been spoiled that, of course, the uh, plot revolves around Little Leia, which, you know, which was kind of a shock. I didn't like it at first. And then I went, oh, okay, but it makes sense because help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only... You're my only uh, hope. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, she knows Ben. And, you know, goddamn, we know what what Leia named her kid. Um, so we know, yeah, there's, of course, going to be a pre-existing relationship with Obi-Wan Kenobi and Leia. So it does make sense. It's great. And, you know, the little girl who plays little Leia, she's adorable. She's got that sass. I think uh, Carrie Fisher, if she was still alive, may she rest in peace, she would appreciate she would high five that little girl. Um, she would probably, you know, there'd be selfies and all kinds of stuff. She would appreciate it. Carrie Fisher would love this little girl. I forgot what her name is. Uh, I apologize for that. But um, but this episode, obviously, with the way that the last episode ended, whew, 
So, of course, now we're like, okay, where is he? Where is he? Where is that guy? Oh, yeah. And, of course, he's present in this, but I won't say, well, you know, some of the stuff that happens in here. My frustration with Obi-Wan Kenobi is sometimes, yeah, sometimes you could feel like, was this the original shoot? Remember, we heard stuff like that. We heard stuff like, uh, yeah, they had to, like, redo some things because it just wasn't working for Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm, you know. So some of the things I'm like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Um, you know, when there's finally like a, uh, uh, we feel, we, we see full on Vader. Uh, I mean, of course, I mean, again, you know, those, I mean, we've already spoiled the shit out of the first two episodes. I'm not spoiling this one, but of course we're going to see Vader in his lair, which we saw in Rogue One. The fact of the matter is though, I felt like Rogue One did it better. Uh, maybe cause it's, you know, obviously it was a movie and I don't know. It's just, but I was really hoping because it did feel like Obi-Wan Kenobi was a little bit more cinematic, you know, with those first two episodes and everything. But I don't know, for some reason, this episode, there was things that bugged me where I just kind of went, ah, it's just not hitting as hard. But then there's certain things that do hit hard in here. That's what's kind of funny about this series. It's like there are things where I'm going, oh, and there's some things where I'm going, yeah. I don't really, that kind of played out weird and that design was weird. I don't know. This all felt kind of weird right here, but still enjoying the series. Still curious to see where it goes. We're already halfway through it, by the way, I think. Isn't there only six episodes? Isn't that crazy? It's like it just premiered and we're already, it premiered not even a week ago. And we're already like, what, halfway through? Is there only six episodes or is there supposed to be 10? I don't know. I don't remember how many episodes. Maybe I'm wrong. I just was like thinking there was, there was only six or maybe it's more. Hopefully it's more. We need more. But I'm I'm digging it. Uh, I'm still digging it. Uh, like there's there's some um, imagery that happens in this uh, episode where I went, oh, that's good. That's good. I like that. But like I said, there's just some things that just I don't know. Some things feel cinematic and some things just don't. It's weird. It's like it, it gets a little jarring at times. But mostly, I'm enjoying it. But yeah, there's some times where I'm like, wait a minute. Like, that should look a little bit... Remember how it looked? What the... Oh, mm, you know, there's just some things where I'm like, it's just... Uh, I, wanted, I wanted it to feel more like it did over here. Maybe I'm just... Because I like Rogue One so much that I wanted a little bit more of a feel when it came to the whole Vader stuff with this. And it just didn't get it all right here. But at the same time, there were some really cool things that he says, you know, and everything and what happens. Um, and then uh, when it comes to any of the other characters, obviously the uh, Reva character or whatever, which, of course, is the talk of controversy right now, it's like, um, you know, she's still the same. There hasn't been anything that really has progressed with her. Um, I still am, like, going, I don't know if, how I, you know, I'm not really digging this character. And so if uh, Lucasfilm and Star Wars or anybody wants to call me racist, go right ahead. Um, apparently that's what they're going to do. <laughs> I mean, we already talked about that yesterday. Uh, apparently, Ewan McGregor posted a video today, too. And I'm like, yeah, you know, of course he did. Same time, it's like, you know, you have to address it. You're the star of the fucking series. So he's going to post that. And yes, it's like, yeah, there are bigoted, racist pieces of shit out there. You know, but again, small. It's a small little part. There's so much other, so much positivity. Why emphasize the small? But, you know, what can you do? So there you go, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Still digging it, but there's just things that kind of bug me about it. I don't know. 
Uh, anyways, okay. So, uh, yeah, like I said, guys, uh, Real Emotion, they're starting their live stream right now. If you want to go uh, over there as I go to the Twitter questions right here. Let's see. Okay. Let me go back. Okay. Nope, nope, not right there. There we go. Let's get to these Twitter questions. But like I said, if you want to dip over to uh, Real Emotion and see what uh, Mr. Everts and Garza are doing, go for it. Okay. Uh, Mr. Eric Blake. So the big question, Dave, is whether Juan and crew will reshoot Amber scenes. I don't think they will in an Aquaman 2 or not. I mean, Kevin Spacey was reshot with Christopher Plummer for that one film. Army of the Dead comes to mind, too. Of course, think we could see that here. I don't. I really don't think that will happen. I just don't because it's not it's not, uh, you know, Kevin Spacey uh, fiddled, you know, he diddled underage boys. Amber Heard is just a bitch. <laughs> okay, that's it's a little different. Okay. It's a little different. Yeah, she tried to make it seem like she was like the full on victim. And, you know, that's the thing. It's not the same as the whole Kevin Spacey thing or even Chris D'Elia. You know, it's like a different kind of it's different. It's a little it's different. So I don't think they will. But I think they, you know, they might just cut her out completely. But I don't know if they will do that either. She was just probably going to have a minimal runtime. But, yes, I know everybody uh, wants some uh, Amelia Clark. But I just don't see that happening. It's just not the same. Carrie. Hey, Dave, what a great day today. The axe of Zaslav hit another mark. Are you hopeful for DeLuca and Abdi coming aboard? Yes, I am. Big time. They did really good stuff over at MGM. Not much of a question, but I'm just excited for the future possibilities. Yes, but we got to remember that uh, Emmerich, not fully out, just out of his position. It's a starting point. But I'm really looking forward to what DeLuca and Abdi have to do. I think they're going to do some uh, good, good things. When we were talking about it a couple few weeks ago, I was like, yeah, I think these two could do some good fucking things. Ronak. Oh, that was his second question. Well, I'll read it first. Which sound wave travels faster? Will Smith slap or death <laughs> or uh, Superman death cries? I don't know. I think the Will Smith clap. Imparo. How long until Hamada is gone? Uh, I think that's I mean, I would I would guess that he'll probably get another, uh, you know, he'll probably step from his it's going to be the same thing i think i think it's going to be the same thing where he steps down from his current position he's uh i don't know why i was doing that like a little curtsy i don't know <laughs> step down i'm just doing a little dance move right there but uh i think i think it's the same thing is going to happen when it comes to hamada i think he is going to step down he's going to get like another thing offered to him and then it's just like i said it's like a mac they want to like kick him out but they're just kind of like throwing him into like a, a mattress to softly let him go out maybe so i think you know what's probably going to happen and just talking to uh uh talking to people in the biz that know more of this stuff than i do they're kind of saying the same thing so uh ronak again should we hope for some good news towards dc i mean i think we i mean there's you know what's I love it when, when, when people ask this stuff. I'm like, all right, has it just been nothing but bad news? I mean, we have a bat universe that a lot of people are digging. I don't know. We're, we got a Black Adam trailer coming out next week, which hopefully is going to be awesome. And I don't know. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's not all terrible, guys. It's not all terrible. We got to be a little bit optimistic, right? 
uh ck adios mr emmerich please let the door hit you on the way out yeah and the door to uh, his new job um let's see uh let's see ollie this sounds great you think uh he'll kick off the black label oh yeah so one of the things that i for did not i failed to mention and i apologize but this is part of what was happening too when it comes to uh this uh todd phillips so uh todd phillips is uh, apparently finally going to get some more recognition for what he created when it came to the Joker. Sorting out DC remains a major challenge for Zaslav. Sources say he has asked Todd Phillips to multi-hyphenate uh, the healthy, what the multi-hyphenate <laughs> who created dark 2019 billion dollar grocer joker to do more in the dc universe potentially acting as an advisor though he will not serve as an executive capacity a knowledgeable source says phillips and zaslav have discovered a report though phillips is not an expert on the broader dc universe while a disney-owned marvel chief creator officer kevin feige oversees film t television animation and publishing their has been uh, no single voice guiding DC. DC Chief Hamada oversees the film universe, universe based on the company's characters, including the HBO Max spinoffs. Fuck you, cocksucker. Anyways, DC properties are only loosely connected and sometimes take place in entirely separate universes, such as the Oscar-winning Joker and Matt Reeves' The Batman released in March, which, of course, Zaslav says was a success. So, there's talks about Todd Phillips, finally... Finally, remember when we heard that he pitched more for the dark, you know, DC dark or DC black label, wherever the fuck. Remember we heard that and everybody's kind of going like, okay, why hasn't that happened? You know, where's the, the Luther movie? Where's the Crane movie? The Freeze? I don't know. Anybody just name a fucking character and you can really do something that's just like the Joker like that in its own universe. It could be its own thing. Where was all that? It made a billion dollars. Don't do Joker 2. We don't need a Joker 2. You have all these other characters you could do shit on. Do that instead. And apparently he pitched like three other ideas. Two to three. I don't know how much it was. But yes, that was also mentioned today too when it came to, okay, what's going to be happening when it comes to this DC Studios that they want to create? And now they're sounding like, you know, I mean, I know some people are like, really? Todd Phillips, the guy who did fucking Hangover, the Hangover movies? That guy? That guy? Are you serious? That guy heading DC Studios or something like that? But then again, how much? We don't know. He could have a vast knowledge of the DC universe for all we know. He just kind of kept it under wraps. For all we know, he knows all kinds of shit about the DC universe and could be the perfect person to just kind of overlook things. I don't think that's going to be the case. I still think that Zaslav wants to find that one person that could really handle DC Studios or whatever, if that, that's what they plan on doing. I think he's still on the lookout for somebody and it needs to be somebody like, you know, if they want to do, if they want to find, if he wants to find a Kevin Feige like, it's like, yeah, you have to have somebody who has a knowledge, has knowledge of the universe, you know, a pretty good knowledge. I'm not saying he has to know like every nook and fucking cranny of the universe, but it needs, knows a little bit, but I just really hope that Joker 2 really doesn't happen because it doesn't really need to happen unless they come up with a great idea. Then fine, knock yourself out. But there's so many other characters that they could do. Let's do something else. Let's do something different. Let's do something different. Please. DC Films, Black Label, got to happen. Yes, Travis. Travis, 
you that's I yeah me and you needs to happen because it's just like you know we're we're 2022 and that came out in 2019 I mean it's nothing I mean all we've heard is like there's a rumor that there might be a Joker too and I think that's that shouldn't be it should be something else I think a crane movie Professor Crane a scarecrow movie there there's a lot there that you could do and I bet you I bet you Todd Phillips pitched that one too I bet you he pitched that one you could do one on Pam Isley Poison Ivy movie if you wanted to also you know I mean that would actually probably be pretty good for uh society now you know or even like if it was also like in the in the 90s or in the early 2000s stuff like that can you imagine like a, a like a Poison Ivy type movie where she's you know she's basically trying to save the world from global warming and all this kind of stuff. I mean, it could really hit. I mean, I think I think the Joker hit a, a little spot in, you know, when it came to all what's happening even like now, even though it took place back in like the uh, early 80s or whatever. I mean, you can really just do some things with these characters, specifically the Batman rogues gallery. You really could do some shit. And you don't have to be legit to the fucking source material either. That's the beauty part of this the beauty part is you can really make these characters their own you really could that'd be sweet <sighs> all right guys well there's that and uh basically to uh to wrap up the week when it comes to everything that's happening like i said um this is uh this is was a good it was just, this was a good win we wanted toby to not be where he is and he's not he's not going to be i mean after this you know, he's still going to transition. That sounds funny. Yeah, Toby Emmerich's going to transition. No, he's going to, you know, it's going to be a transition period, of course. But, uh, you know, let's not get our hopes up that he's just going to fully leave. But you never know. I mean, I think it's I think it's a stepping stone for him to eventually leave. But um, at least he's not in the spot where he's at. And the two people that are coming in, they're really going to probably really help some shit out. They're really going to do some good things. And uh and yeah, when it comes to any kind of discourse, I don't know. All I could tell you guys is, hey, discussions, listen to people, have some, um, you know, you know, just sit there. If you if if someone's arguing with you, just sit down and like l listen to their point of view. Why do they think like this? I mean, there's a lot of discourse, when, especially when it comes to the herd and depth stuff. Uh, not 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 a ton. I mean, it seems like a majority of people are like, what the fuck? But man, when I've had some conversations with people that just do not want to even acknowledge the things that went against uh, Amber Heard, but they're still just like, yeah, fuck Johnny Depp. I'm like, yeah, you could still say that, but you can't just sit there and say that she's like this angel. She's not, you know. So, I mean, there's always going to be a lot of discourse, always going to be a lot of things. Um, and uh, we just got to take every little win Every, you know, every little win. This is a little win. I mean, it's eh, maybe more than a little. It's a win. It's a win. Uh, maybe not a huge win because it's not fully out. But eventually, hopefully, we'll get there. And like I said, guys, air cut should be the main focus. You know, and this is what I'm talking about when it comes to the Snyder fandom. And uh, like I said, if you're going to hashtag restore the Snyderverse, you want to make that trend, which it was trending today, just hashtag release the air cut too. get that to fucking trend with it please okay we have already it's already been revealed that something's going to be happening in november okay november seems to be the month for this stuff so please please let's pump up those numbers we want to help out mr air because it's not going to be easy okay not going to be easy with a tight wad like david Dazlov. okay guys pinching every fucking penny okay pitching every penny he needs to 
And it's, it can't just be on Twitter too, okay? Do it on Facebook, do it on Instagram, TikTok, all this stuff. God, that would be big. If it fucking, if it trended pretty big on TikTok, that would be, that would be huge. But that, that sounds like it's, uh, could be impossible because TikTok, Jesus Christ. Okay, guys, that's it right there. End of the week. Um, members only stream happening after this. Okay, so members look forward to the link. Um, forgot to mention that at the beginning, but yeah, if you want to be, if you want to take part of it, become a member, hit the join button. I'll be doing a post show right now. If you guys want to pick my brain a little bit more, we'll talk a little bit more about what's going on. So I'll see you guys in a little bit. Look for the uh, look for the uh, the link on your YouTube feed. I will post it right there, members. So do that. <laughs> yeah, the OnlyFans link, uh, you know, as um, Tia puts it. But uh, hit that like thumbs up before you leave. Make sure you subscribe. Hit that notification bell. All the sock meds and the Patreon, all that stuff is all down there for you. And uh, yeah, man, still, uh, regardless, it's been a pretty good day when it comes to it. It's been a crazy day. But uh, And then, like I said, Real Motion, we'll be talking right now. So head over to that channel. And uh, anyways, guys, members, I'll see you soon. And then everybody else, I'll see you guys Friday on the Vodka stream. Okay? Talk to you later. Mm-hmm.